Hey y'all, welcome back to Rewind and Recap, where the wine is as necessary as the chaos in our favorite shows. As you guys know, tonight we'll be discussing part one of the Potomac reunion, which was, in our agreed upon opinion, dry. Um, and I'm just hoping it gets better this coming Sunday because that was boring as fuck, to be honest. Um, but I'm your co-host, if you knew, Princess, and tonight I am drinking the rose recommended by Cece. It's the 19 crimes cali yes. rose by snoop dogg and it actually is really really good so like if you're a fan of rose and you've wanted or not a fan of rose and you've been looking for a rose that has like the dryness and the sweetness balance this is a really good one and it does get you lit i think the bottle i got was like 10 and a half percent i wanted a little more of a kick mm -hmm. but it was still really good you know two or three glasses. you, you done mix it with tequila bitch you done got i did tonight i had to step it up a notch so you done got the cake you know, I feel like before we get started, I guess I should introduce myself. I'm Cece, as Princess stated. I am the other co-host of Rewind and Recap tonight. My drink of choice. I was supposed to also have Cali Rose, but I didn't make it to the store because you know, had a very long night and bitches be. Tired. I had to come home and I had to come home and go to sleep. <laughs> yes, that's I'm look. That's why when you texted me earlier, it was no response because I was not the fuck out. On the I don't blame you. I don't knocked out okay i needed to be well rested for to to talk about what we have to talk about tonight but anyways mm -hmm. my drink of choice tonight is pink lemonade and vodka and baby i only took like three sips since vodka already on my ass so let's just say a little purr for me because by the way you guys we are wearing pink in honor of this year's reunion so we're trying to be in theme with the with the girls you know so this will go on youtube so you guys will be able yeah. to see us so you, right. <laughs> so you know what was funny, right? I was yeah. like, I could really give the girls glamour pink because I feel like everything I have that's pink is so like dramatic. And y'all, if y'all don't know, specifically now because Insecure has come back on, we filmed two shows in one night. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna wear pink. I'm obviously not gonna do a costume change in between mm. the shows. So yeah. I decided to wear one of my original pieces from my um when I was selling merch. Mm -hmm. And it falls in line with both Insecure and Real Housewives of Potomac. And it see. says, keep that same energy. I know that's Because, <laughs> bitch, I'm. Yes. The yes. girls irritated the shit out of me today. So let's go, friend. Yep. Start with Mia. I was very annoyed by the way they were giving her the third degree about her background from working in the strip club and how she met G and like her clit surgery and I just all these questions and questions also coming from Giselle from a, a mile a minute and I'm like bitch you the last person who should to be, be questioning anybody because you the first one to be I'm fine I'm fine that's it I and can't nobody ask you nothing no one at least me is an open bitch she'll tell you you know from A to Z what the fuck happened but I just felt like the way they were digging into her was very unnecessary weird and hypocritical specifically for Giselle because she doesn't share any of her business. Like if we find it out, it's through rumors that surface, somebody bring up her shit that just Jamal got caught in some text messages. Like it's always, it's never directly her giving her real story. And I think even Karen made a comment about that. Like if you told your own story the right way, like people will probably relate to you better, but you hold shit in while poking and project. And project while poking at everyone else's lives while being closed off about yours. And it's like, that that's not relatable. 
Didn't we just talk about this? Those types of friends that do that? Mm-hmm. We sure Off did. The grid. We just had a conversation about that. Mm-hmm. And of course, Giselle would fit the category of that type of bitch. Of course. Of course. So I'm with you with the whole them picking and prying at Mia. I will say that Mia definitely has a hard time telling the truth or getting her story together. Mm-hmm. I've said that about her since literally day one when we recorded this show like she's always tiptoeing around the truth or like getting her timelines crossed and mixed up so it sounds like she's putting a look like i tweeted last night i was like i've never met somebody who lies but tells the truth at the same fucking time like Mm -hmm. me like it's so weird yeah but it really did make me a little bit uncomfortable. And I'm like, why are we spending so much time talking about this bitch coochie? She told us about it enough during the actual season. Why are we giving it so much time? Why do y'all care about what she's had done? It's not like y'all where y'all don't own shit. Mia then had a full blown fucking discussion about her shit. Mm-hmm. What threw me off um, in regards to me and, and stop me if I'm jumping ahead of myself is like Wendy's attitude. So I had to also tweet last night. I'm like, what happened that Bravo didn't catch on camera or y'all didn't show us between Mia and Wendy? Because the last we saw of them kind of interacting before Karen's little nuptial ceremony mm-hmm. was what's the Eastern Shore was where they went. I don't know why I keep wanting to call it the Hamptons. Eastern Shore, wherever Wendy's trip was. Yeah. And like, you were being so supportive of Mia. So like, where is this funky ass attitude coming from her? It was given very much like elitism. So I don't know if maybe Wendy might've been like, you know, obviously watching a show with us because they do have time off before they go film the reunion. So I'm wondering if maybe like something that Mia said that Wendy experienced on the show, Mm -hmm. um, got Wendy to a point where she like, oh, I don't like this bitch for real again. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like Wendy's energy towards Mia was just not what I was expecting because that wasn't where the actual season left off mm-hmm. with like the two of them. So I just thought that that was very just like, I'm, hmm. I'm almost certain I heard rumors about Mia being unpleasant and running her mouth a lot outside of Take Me. Mm-hmm. And like, her tweeting and like i'm pretty sure i saw some tweets or some blogs about how she had like started some shit with the ladies i gotta find my source y'all so don't don't quote me but i'm pretty sure she's a messy bitch off camera and i think she's messy on so i understand right and i think she was just kind of rubbing some of the ladies wrong and then of course you know wendy and candace are also best friends I, i believe best friends um and you know it's gonna come up that mia said chris you know tossed her salad and you know, all that shit's gonna come up for her saying Chris tossed her salad. So I guess just maybe it's a matter of Wendy wanting to stand by her friends, you know? I, I don't know. But it threw me off a little bit too. I was Yeah, her her attitude very much gave her first season reunion, like how she was acting towards Monique, towards mm-hmm. me. And I'm like, this see, this is the Wendy that I don't like. And I've mm-hmm. been beside you. I understand because this bitch has been trying you all season, but you know, I still been giving to her ass because I'm like, now you in Monique's seat, mm-hmm. kind of with the green eyed bandits. But it's yeah. like, now you trying to like, mm-hmm. mm, I don't know. Something about her attitude just wasn't right. You're not going to be happy also, you gave Monique that apology. Girl, okay, not. And so all of them. Right. Matter of fact, we might need to hashtag justice for Monique. Okay. That might because be. <laughs> we gonna get there though. We gonna get there. The other thing with them, 
chastising how she got her businesses with G. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. trying to understand if it's a marriage and they are a union, why would you expect him not to invest in his wife if he knows that she's good at these things? Y'all can't stand the fact that this woman got saved out of the strip club. And I don't know how hard y'all have worked, maybe Wendy, because you know she'd have to go through all the schooling, but like, a lot of y'all just kind of give me like legit housewife vibe. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what any of y'all do. I think what Robin does real estate or whatever, but it's like, okay, girl, like somebody graduating high school can go study real estate and mm-hmm. do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how hard any of y'all have worked to live the lives that y'all live aside from being connected to a wealthy man. Exactly. Exactly. Just because Mia got with G from the strip club and y'all nigga may have picked y'all up at a restaurant or whatever the case may be, don't make y'all no different than her. It don't make them definitely at the, better. At the end of the day, she's a rich bitch. She's mm-hmm. successful. And her being a woman that's on her shit, minus all the other bullshit she brings to the show, should be enough for y'all to like Back stop to coming up. at her the way that y'all come in. Like, yeah. I didn't like that. Like, y'all keep talking about oh, Mia always want to bring up business, blah, blah, blah. But then y'all attack her about her business. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, it doesn't make sense to me. And you wonder why she's on defense about her business. And, like, make sure y'all know why she's always calling y'all bitches broke. I mean, it's true. And I think that line of questioning about her business also made me uncomfortable because, again, it was coming from Giselle. So he did invest in your business. So he did. Like, bitch, why do you care? Did Jamal give you some money? Did he pay you? Did he pay to lay with your coochie? Okay, with a Sam. Like, it's just, I, every time Giselle parted her lips, I want to throw that my remote at the TV because it's like, we know for a fact when Andy hits you with a question, it's the same fucking response. I know, yeah, fine. Mm, it's fine, it's cool, I'm fine. And it's like, you don't want to open up, but you want to get into every bitch's business. <sighs> like you gave birth to her, but don't want to share none of yours. It's just, it's so stupid. And if I was me, I would have told him, if your man not between my legs, don't worry, worry about what's between my legs. And if you're not fucking G, don't worry about what G has done for me. Like, And Wendy, again, when he was like, oh, so was it like a mommy makeover? Like, bitch, that can still be considered a mommy makeover to get your, like, what? Yeah. I'm confused. I'm so confused. It was a lot. You so, like, defensive and, oh, that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. Just because you ain't get that in your package don't mean that it's not included. And I hate that y'all bitches got me defending Mia because you know how I feel about her. Like, I don't Mm. hate her, but I see her for the type of bitch that she is. And it's just like, y'all were just doing too much. And Mm -hmm. I can see it in Mia's face that she was just kind of like, what? What's going on? Yeah. So I like, I know you said that there was a source that said that Mia started some stuff, but now I'm wondering if maybe that shit came after the reunion because it's like, these bitches attack me. Let me go be nasty. Let me go be vile online. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, essentially that's what all of their asses do anyways and try yeah. to act like throw the, they fucking throw a stone and hide their hands. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I just, the way that they treated Mia made me very just uncomfortable, especially mm-hmm. Candace, like, you just got done living off your mama. Why are you worrying about what this grown ass woman doing with her business is? Just got your hand out your mama wallet. Like just. You live the way you live because Dot helped you afford that lifestyle. Cause I don't know anything that Candace does that can afford her the house that her and Chris live in. But you know, that ain't my business. It's a double standard. We already established that. Giselle, Giselle, Giselle. We 
always gonna have to talk about Giselle. Her fashions, you know, I'm not surprised that she's okay with it. I knew that she was okay with it. I knew that she wasn't open to no type of feedback and constructive criticism because a bitch like her, she not gonna do no better. Like, I'ma still talk about it, but I, I know she don't care. Girl, girl. It's so sad to see her outfits. It's so, cause she's so pretty. That's the thing, Giselle's a beautiful woman. But like ugly spirit. So to me, she an ugly ass bitch. And the wigs. I mean, this is the reunion. You got that same tire wig on you had for two seasons now. The same one. This is the reunion. Like I, I'm disgusted with you. I'm sorry. It's you too old to be that damn unfashionable. Like Karen Girl. does better than you. Karen got better wigs than you. Like Karen has come up because Karen kind of started where Karen, Giselle yeah. was at and got her shit together. She was willing to learn. That's the difference. Karen knew that we that she was playing with it. That picnic table was a hot ass mess and she was opening to her team, helping her out. But Giselle really wakes up and thinks she can put that wig on and them rags and, you know, really thinks she the best bitch walking. But I guess it's a state of mind. It's because of she her face. Yeah. A lot of women who are pretty think that pretty is enough. But mm. when you are a shitty person on the inside, mm. when you are a tacky bitch when you are pretty but your hair is fucked up mm -hmm. a lot of that can alter your image but more so with giselle beyond them horrible ass wigs be, be ugh, i can't even get my words out she just irked me so much yeah beyond them terrible ass outfits you are an ugly ass person mm -hmm. and i also tweeted earlier and i said giselle is long i was like giselle is comfortable with where she's at with that wardrobe because i mean you already ugly as person on that on the <laughs> inside mm -hmm. why would you you know what i'm saying like you yeah. you're doing too much you're doing too much like and we touched on this earlier but she really just avoids any type of discussion question interrogation about her relationship with jamal and i don't know if it's just a matter of her trying to drown it out and just move on and just black it out and that helps her continue to numb it and you know say i'm okay but it's just it's very weird how she's just i mean 10 toes deep fingers all the way in to everybody else's shit. but it's like she's just so closed up and never wants to open up and truly share her peace it's like it's not a matter of well i I do kind of want people to make a fool out of her, but it's, that's not the point. The point is you're on a reality TV show. The point is to share your life and show the reality of your life and what you go through in your story. And I just feel like it's so, it's so hard to connect with Giselle, Giselle beyond her little jokes and jabs and the shit she do, you know, just to get some mm -hmm. screen time. I, beyond that, I don't know her. I don't connect with her. I don't feel nothing with her because I don't she's feel like, like she, she's never from jump made that an environment for the viewers you know ever it's like you your storyline is based upon how much you can fuck up somebody else's marriage yes. but when it's time to talk about your failed one mouse shut you don't want to talk about it because then you want to try to bring grace and angel and adore mm -hmm. and act like oh it's embarrassing mm -hmm. my children how you think raven felt when you talked about her daddy exactly how you think chris kids felt when they saw you ask his mother-in-law about him being broke and that's their daddy how you think that i might have made candace stepkids feel like their father was less than she don't care when you talked about me being from the strip club although mia stood in it when her kids step downstairs or hear an episode on how you think it made them feel but you want everybody to care about how 
Grace, Adore, and Angel feel, girl, kiss my ass. And they don't even like, respect you. At all. And told you that to your damn face. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't, I don't get the girls. Like, they just do too much. And then to add to that, of mm-hmm. her skipping around Jamal shit, Robin interjecting. And again, I just feel like I have to keep going back to my tweets because it's so fresh. Like, I literally had to watch it today. I'm just <laughs> like, of course you would be the one to step in because, like bitch, you went back to what was familiar as well. You went one because you never fucking left the house with him after that nigga done cheated on you. After you talking mm-hmm. about all your trauma, and it's not to mock her because I get it, and Robin's feelings are valid. You and Giselle are not choosing to make smart choices with those valid feelings. Like Karen said, I didn't shame Giselle about her situation. I shamed Giselle about her grown ass decisions yeah. and do the shit she did. Mm-hmm. Y'all bitches can't be prying everybody else's marriage and laying next to or not for that matter, the nigga that's stressing you out because that's exactly. what's familiar. You went back to Amanda has had multiple children on you. He's known as Pastor Holy Whore. You claim you knew about all this infidelity and all this <laughs> other shit last reunion. So why would you continue to stay with him? And if you knew about it prior to Monique bringing a binder out, then why did you leave him after the reunion for information that you already knew about prior to the reunion? Yeah. Let's make it make sense. Yeah. Because bitch, that I was born make- at night, but not last night. Hello, my last. And one thing about it, I can piece together some shit. Okay, and this shit ain't coming together. What you're not telling us, the girls are filling in the loopholes, and it's making sense. So even when you are not saying something, you're saying something. Then for Robin to be like, "Well, Giselle doesn't process shit the same way." We know because the both of y'all project. Exactly. That's how you you process it. Right. That's how you can relate. When y'all mm-hmm. talk about everybody else's marriage, they are forced to talk about how they feel. But yeah. y'all try to keep y'all shit on the back burner or stay quiet or keep so much shit stirred up with other people that nobody has time to dig in the fact that Juan has never shown up for you at any reunion except for what, maybe one? I think it was that. I think it was just one. After that, Juan was like, maybe, hell fucking no. Maybe that. Because he got to pay for that reunion and Andy's questioning. He was like, never coming back. (laughs) You're you're unhappy. Like, girl, like, of course you would come to your friend's defense. And then I also want to bring up the fact that I saw a tweet today um, that said, it was a video posted of Giselle saying, like, she doesn't care how wrong Robin is. She's going to ride for her. We've talked about this before, too. If my friends are dead ass wrong, I'm not going to embarrass them publicly but I will interject in the conversation be like, hey, like, bro, it's not even worth your energy. And if you wrong, then I'm going to wait till I pull you away from the crowd and let you know that you wrong. Mm-hmm. But to just go along with my friend's bullshit when they dead ass wrong for the sake of them being my friend, that shit has nothing to do with loyalty. It has mm-hmm. everything to do with you not being a yes man to your friend. Because if I can't trust you as my friend to correct me when I'm exactly. wrong, then why are we friends? Exactly. I think it's a question of like your moral compass too. Because if you know that shit is wrong and you just choosing to ride with it, what is that saying about you as a person? Yeah, like, and not even, and I'm not even doing that shit publicly. Like, if you do some fucked up shit, I'm be like, Princess, yeah, let's go, because it's becoming too much. Like, mm-hmm. girl, it's not worth your energy. And when I, when we get in that car, I'm like, bitch, now you know you was dead ass wrong. For mm-hmm. that. And I don't care if you're not trying to hear it at this moment. Like, you wrong as hell. And as your friend, as your real friend, I'm gonna check you about that shit. And that's a form of loyalty in itself like just pulling me to the side and still checking me because you're still loyal to me because you care enough about not embarrassing me and calling me out in front of people like you still have enough respect to do it in the privacy of our and i'm gonna stop you before you continue to embarrass yourself but to just not hold somebody accountable period and try to call it loyalty like this is why the fuck 
all of y'all issues that y'all don't realize that come out on social media come out because y'all niggas have no moral compass at all mm -hmm. at all girl, that's her best friend child girl i did appreciate <laughs> i did appreciate karen's advice because you know karen i feel like it was she was coming from a genuine place because she has mm -hmm. been in giselle's potential shoes of you know having to deal with public embarrassment about tax issues and stuff and yeah. so i appreciated her just saying like you know I know we still trying to get our shit together, but just seriously, because I've been there, just get some lawyers just to be safe. And I feel mm -hmm. like Giselle could have done a simple, you know, thank you, noted. I'm keeping an eye on it. But no, she, no, Karen, I'm I'm fine. We're good. My kids are good. Like, bitch, you can barely pay for that dunk that you're working on right now. Like, you need to take her advice because who knows? The IRS might come take that little West Wing that you keep talking about. Girl. It ain't much to take. Snatch but it right on up. Okay, right out of that construction site. Little track to track. Turn it into a little park for the churn. It's federal property now. This is a community park. Period. <laughs> but I thought that was really sweet of Karen because she didn't have to do that. But at all. And, and even to the point of her saying, like, she didn't feel like Giselle should have gone back to Jamal because she doesn't mm -hmm. deserve that. Mm -hmm. And let's just talk about how when Wendy interjected, and was like, Andy said something. She was like, no, something. And multiple times. And Giselle mm -hmm. was like, oh, well, she seems, Wendy seems to be very happy about that. And it's like, no mm -hmm. stating facts. Yeah, very much stating facts. Mm-hmm. And it's like, was on the mm. yeah, it was like, mm. not the bitch who wanted to start rumors about my husband, who I'm happily married to cheating, but you mad when Andy bring your shit up. And I said, oh, no, it's multiple times. Bring up the facts. Okay, it's not blog rumors we talking about. These are actual facts that people know that Jamal was running the streets and, of And you know it too, bitch. Child. And then Wendy, bitch, Wendy was on go. Okay. Andy says It was very much given. It was very much given. Yes. Yes. She was her demeanor uh -huh. was very much. Cause Andy said something about yes, y'all broke up after the reunion and that's what makes sense now. A few months, and when it's like, well, you know, this this timeline not making sense because he did a video, basically saying, you know, he's single. Da da da. And Giselle, he he wasn't. He didn't say he was single. He he said he. That's I took the that bullshit. That he's not married. Like, bitch, what? What? That man. And here got come Robin, jumping to her defense. You ain't let me fit. How many times have you cut Wendy off this season in the middle of her saying okay. something? I keep saying this because i feel like sometimes people use colorism and they stretch it and i am a dark-skinned woman so by no means am i making excuses for these bright ass bitches <laughs> but the way that they try to depict like wendy is just this angry bitch and they just can't ever get a word in i can think of so many episodes when wendy was trying to say shit and y'all cut her off mm -hmm. when y'all were trying to tell her about a truth that was not hers mm -hmm. Y'all were getting oh. mad that she was defending her marriage. Y'all, the yeah. both of y'all. Yeah. But when she calls out the bullshit, because Giselle, as she always does, tiptoe around everything that everybody's saying about Jamal, it's like, nah, let's address it. Mm -hmm. Because when you try to bring these rumors to the show about my husband, you had all the time in the world to discuss. And I didn't cut you off. I let you get out your bullshit so I could make sure that I address you mm -hmm. how I want to address you from your bullshit you want bitches like i i have a very big problem 
with people who disrespect me or talk crazy to me and didn't want me to be polite or kind in my delivery to responding to them having me fucked up. Mm -hmm. You're not going to talk to me any kind of way. You're not going to lie on my name. You're not going to lie on my men. You're not going to lie on my fucking marriage. And then tell me that I need to tone it down a bit Mm -hmm. or allow you to finish your statement. No, bitch. I'm going to give y'all exactly what y'all been giving me all season. So it was like my mood would win was like going up, was going up and down. Let's, you know, keep that same (laughs) energy. Period. Let's keep it. CCC sweatshirt. I'm so sick of you. Let's keep it. Cause I, the girls, it's like y'all get on these stages and the cameras go on and Bravo said that the tape is rolling and y'all get amnesia. Yeah, they do. You are absolutely right. I don't, I don't understand it. I'll never understand Giselle and Robin's logic and how they approach people and the way, like you said, move the goalposts basically for each other and play the hypocrisy game and contradict themselves every time they open their mouth. Like, I'll never get them. I don't, I don't I don't respect them. They're boring as fuck. And I saw a tweet that said, not a scholar gonna come in and take Robin's champagne glass and she gonna become the new friend of. Like, hell, I hope that happens because Robin should have been gone like three seasons ago, if I'm being honest. Like, she has not had a strong storyline for since season two or season three, to be truthfully honest. So she's just taking up space right now. It's like she's the friend of Giselle. And so that champagne class can go to somebody younger, more entertaining, who has more of a story to tell, who's willing to tell their story. And someone, I would like to see someone fair. So I would not be mad at a scholar stepping in. And you could also go, or if you want to say, go ahead and free that nigga that you know that don't want to be with you. And then your divorce can be your storyline for next season. Hello. Oh, excuse me. I'm your divorce, your breakup, because y'all niggas not even married. Take us through the process of you legally changing your name back to whatever it is. Or, you know, maybe not because your kid's last name, I'm sure, Dixon, so you probably want to keep it. But mm-hmm. take us through that. Yeah, I agree. Y'all want to talk about the real shit. Nope. A scholar getting nope. on this motherfucking couch and reading Giselle fashion for feel very simple, very calm. Bring her current. You know? Bring her yeah, current. Look current. Look current. <laughs> and Andy was like, wow, you can just take a punch in. Okay. She said it so, like, yeah, bring up to date. Just bring her current. Like I was like, bitch, let's go. You better come out there swinging, swinging with elegance. I love her. I'm sorry. I'm 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 hoping that she can not be lose that moral compass because she was losing it this season. Right. Not kind of follow after Candace just because it's Candace or whatever, and just be on the Mia train just to be on a train. I really hope mm-hmm. she keeps her groundedness about her and just stay true to who she is. Like, don't get on this show and act stupid because we love you Girl. let's keep it that way that's all i gotta say because i would Girl. love to see more professions um candace child is she made me so tired just saying her name i'm just i'm very tired i'm so so tired you already know how i feel so that's why i need me to look up at you right now you already know how i feel her and that goddamn miss purdy ass wig that shit Girl. took me out when i saw yes, that shit. Shit this morning when I saw somebody tweet that her Bob was like that clip of Housewives of Atlanta, and Nene was like, her Bob went in. <laughs> That's literally what I was thinking looking at Candace. I'm like, that Bob is going. She just that shit look like Lord Farquaad. <laughs> oh, I was so Taking disappointed. 
I, Candace has never given a bad reunion hairstyle. So like her what? hair choices were not good at all. This they were season. not good this season. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's you know. I don't know. I really don't. But it was t- mm-hmm. a terrible choice. And then you know she got that little brown hairline. She liked to do. It was like that little brownness peeking through. Girl, don't start dressing and having weeks like giving you know. unblended. Mm-hmm. But okay, they they went back to the video shoot and. You, I think you predicted it somewhere in one of our episodes how, you know, she gonna run this shit back and watch her mom act a damn fool in her video shoot and see that Dot was really showing her whole ass out there and it, it wasn't the way she described it to, to Chris and Candace the next day. I'm gonna and, change my name to Miss Cleo. Okay. And, <laughs> and clearly it has affected them drastically. I didn't expect the big old cussing, you know, mm-hmm. Mama Dot. But I'm not surprised. Ooh, um, I was friend. very surprised about how it's just changed the whole dynamic of their family. Like I didn't expect it to have that much of a, where they just would not even be like speaking. I thought it could be something they could at least just talk through after they watch the show and be like, okay, yeah, I fucked it. I'm sorry. No, Doc but crossed the line. So I don't blame girl. Candace at all. And she said she cussed her mom out. I said. Clean out. I would have Behind a white man? Wall. Hey. Maybe that penis really is brown. Hey, maybe do some brown things. I, I would have loved to hear that cuss, and I ain't even going to hold you, because you know Candace got that mouth. I kind of would have just mm-hmm. wanted to just see what that cuss look and sound like. Because... I wonder how much longer she going to have that house. <laughs> <laughs> Not you saying dot name on it, just in small print. Child, we'll see. Maybe she going to In lowercase. Okay, but I—I I mean, her crying threw me off. I wasn't surprised, but just how she just cried on command. I need a tissue. I thought that was very dramatic, but it was just really shocking to kind of see how it's affected her and Chris so much. Like her mom mm-hmm. was really fucked up and crossed the line for acting out and sharing all their business and and alluding to certain stuff as she did at the video shoot. Um, like I said, I did feel like they could talk through it, but clearly it's put a deeper dent into their marriage and family dynamic than I thought it would have. But yeah, she she was dead ass wrong. I don't know if she should have got a big ass cussing the way she did, especially behind a white man, but she was definitely dead ass wrong for what she did. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know how they're gonna recover. I'm interested to see next next season and how things are gonna play out on camera. Child. <sighs> when she said she cussed Dot out, I just was like, Very much given, you know that gist that everybody uses her that. Yeah. You cuss yeah. your mama out. Die. Oh, you do love this man. The moneymaker. That's but what I was know, like. Oh, she loved Chris. But you know, I feel like I had a very teeter-tottered. Until Candace pissed me off. I was like, you know what? A part of me was like, because we talked about this standing up to parents and the dynamic of like the black family and respect and boundaries. And I'm just glad that Candace did say something, maybe not so much cuss her out, even though, mm-hmm. you know, I hate to be the one to say it, but sometimes parents might need a look, you know? Just a little yoke up, just a little Just a little, just a little <laughs> But I'm proud of her for standing up to her mom because her mom definitely crossed the line. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna slide in that insert from Mia. 
when Mia was like, she just didn't understand why Wendy was more concerned about telling her that people were talking about her instead of telling her that her mom was going around asking people. And I'm like, good point, but you were still wrong. Yeah. Are you talking? Shut up. I said. <laughs> she was quick with it. Are you talking? Shut up. Um, <laughs> Mia was on go. I mean, Wendy was on go. I said, baby, muy caliente, sis. You, the she was there. Present. She was okay. there. She said, oh, y'all bitches got Here. me fucked up. Mm. Like, what you, what you doing? Because I got something for everybody today. And she <laughs> did. Enough to go around. Girl. And Mia said, I, me and me had the same face. I said, not you. Not you telling sister to shut up. She sure did. But I appreciate Mia for saying that because it's like your mom was dead ass wrong. Just as much as Mia Mm -hmm. did not know your mom, your mom does not know Mia. So to be that comfortable to talk about your, and even if you don't give a fuck about Chris, Chris is still a part of your daughter's life. Mm -hmm. You were dead ass wrong for going around to all those women individually. And I love the fact that they showed the clips while they were on the couch Mm -hmm. of all of them bitches partaking in dots bullshit but then tried to act like oh well mia shouldn't have it's like no mia was dead ass wrong yep. she was dead ass wrong for that but her mom was wrong as fuck because the second mia said something hard have been like girl that ain't your business no. i'm just meeting you that's my child's husband i don't know nothing about what they got going on even if i did that's not your place mm-hmm. that's not your place you want to know if my child paying her husband or how that situation work go ask her yeah. go ask her right now yeah and then you're gonna wish that you wouldn't have But I feel like, you know, Dot is one of those people who just, I don't understand parents who take pride in seeing their children hurt or get a kick Mm -hmm. out of seeing their child hurt. And we've seen the relationship with Dot and Candace since Candace has been on the show with how she tries to control or live for her child. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but I hate parents like that. Yeah. I hate coming across friends with parents like that. I hate being related to people who treat their kids like that that is your child life let your child live a life you're supposed to be the parents of god and if they're wrong you're not supposed to rub that shit in their face or hit them with the i told you so it's not your place to meddle in your child's fucking business it's yeah. just not and especially for you to do it with strangers like you should not dislike your child or your child's husband that much that you that comfortable with discussing some shit like that mm-hmm. with somebody that you don't know yeah. And not only that, you know the cameras are rolling for Bravo. So did you just think that Candace is never gonna see it? You know Bravo messy. So of course they're gonna keep the footage. Of course they're not gonna cut it out. Of course they're gonna make yeah. sure the whole entire world. They're gonna sees make sure that. we get that moment. Yeah, like I don't I don't understand what you had to gain from that. And I could appreciate in that moment that it also showed Karen, like, uh uh-uh, uh, we not about to do that, not in front of these cameras, like yeah. you die, I'm not following you up. Because I feel like Candace kind of felt away and it's like, nah, Karen really did try to have your back to a certain extent. She still wanted to hear the tea. But mm-hmm. she did let your mom, she checked your mom and told your mama that she was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I agree with all that. Yeah. Um, Wendy definitely should have let Candace know that her mama was just as messy as Mia. Yeah. So I do agree with Mia with that. But at the end of the day, like Mia, bitch, you were wrong because it wasn't your place. Like yeah. at all. She at was all. definitely the more inquisitive one there out of all the women besides yep. her mom. She was, she was the most like prodding one. So I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, they're both fucking wrong. So it is what it is. Um, I know Mia brought up her mom's 
relapse. Yeah. Did she relapse or was she saying no. she could have relapsed because of what she's she was I, saying if her mom sees this and relapse because of that bitch, she better see me in the streets. Right. Bringing it back to Wendy. You were there watching me as tears fall. Now all mm-hmm. of a sudden y'all on this couch and you talking about you got an issue with it. Bitch, you was right there when she said it. Right. So I'm just like, what did Mia do that y'all did not catch that got Wendy just jumping shit to just like, cause you was all like, Candace was wrong. Candace was wrong. Candace was wrong. And Mia definitely did take it a bit too far. I did see tweets earlier. Like when the actual episode aired, it was like, that shit ain't on Candace if your mama relapsed. Like you literally brought her on national TV mm-hmm. airing out your issues. And I understand her saying like, you know, my mom wanted to tell her story and Ken is like, it didn't seem like it. And I'm like, well, yeah. she ain't lying. Cause it really did not seem like it. Yeah. But you know, yeah. at the same time, I do understand that like, you know, if her mom has never been on national TV, I could understand why her mom may sound like a little nervous or a little unsure or trying to choose her words correctly. So that wasn't for Candace to decide whether or not her mom really did want to come on and share her story, but it was fucked up for Mia to place such a responsibility on Candace because calling your mom low budget, if that was going to make her relapse, then it's just Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I agree. I, I do think that Mia initiated the conversations between her and her mom Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think her mom was just, you know, a kicking to stare up, tell her story on national TV. Yeah, especially if she's not getting a check for it. Right. But I, I don't think I would use the word like exploit, like she exploited her mom. I think she just, you know, was trying to tell her that is a part of her truth as well. You know, yeah. I know you and I talk about things off the grid and we just, you know, it's our truth to tell, even though it's our parents right. sometimes like it's, she still has a right to tell that, you know? But you know, you you take it up a notch when you bring your mom on camera, you know, and make her tell it too. So I, I can see how people could feel away, but I don't all the way disagree with the fact that she could potentially relapse because of Candace's comments. Um, her being on TV plays a role too. There's a level of pressure and you know shining the light on you when there wasn't a light yeah. on you before. But someone making comments like you a low, you low budget, low budget, low budget, and you've lived your life trying to, you know, be sober, stay away from drugs, stay away from the drug life, you know, which is yeah. probably not pretty seen. And it can maybe feel low budget or feel, you know, not decent or whatever. So I, I, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily, I wouldn't say that Candace's comments would, could in no way cause someone who is yeah. a recovering addict to relapse because that's a hit to the self-esteem which is what they struggle with that's a shot to her confidence it's a shot to you know all that she's worked to be and i think candace is, is candace is a celebrity and so what she says hold weight and so who knows candace candace's minions would take that and run with it and bully me and bully her mom online like you just never know how things affect people so i i do feel like you know, you just got to be careful bringing people's families and kids into your little petty bitchy arguments. Like I just, especially family members who have a history of, you know, addiction and things like that. I just don't think that's something to play with. And I think Candace needs yeah. to learn how to watch her mouth with certain, have a boundary line. Yeah. Like, oh, for, for sure. The line? I, for sure. Um, and the reason why I guess I said that is because we saw that Candace did not know yeah. about her mom prior to. So I feel like and even in that moment, she still didn't know. Mm-hmm. Now, how does bitch continue to carry on after and was like, oh, exactly. I don't need her sob story. Exactly. That for sure. 
But Mia broke down about that shit before Candace had that come out of her mouth. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you know, both of y'all are kind of on the same playing field because like you said, like maybe exploit isn't the best word, but you did bring your mom on this very public platform. So, um, yeah. But by the way, I definitely hope that like, you know, Mia's mom is doing well. And it was good to mm -hmm. hear that, you know, she's watching the kids for them and, you know, they're in a better space. Mm -hmm. So I definitely hope that it continues to blossom because I can't even imagine like, you know, I have had people in my family that have been addicted to drugs and some of them didn't mm -hmm. really make it to the other side, like the addiction to get the best of them. So I really am hoping that, you know, Mia's mom can keep it together and, you know, be a lesson or a inspiration to other people who struggle with it, to see it on a public platform and to watch her overcome. So, yeah. Do you yeah. think Mia should be grateful? When Candace said that, I said, you know what, bitch, the little piece of sympathy that I felt for you and that girl, ass tissue napkin went out the window. You don't, again, you don't get to insult me and then tell me how the fuck I should respond. You're saying that she should have been grateful you were going light on her. Your mm -hmm. mama is very much a common black joke. But even after you knew about her mom's situation, you still proceeded to prick and pry and then tell her, go cry in a corner about that. Mm -hmm. Baby, mm -hmm. Mia should have been, if Mia was me, I wouldn't even made it to the reunion. Andy and they asked her to put me off that fucking show at Eastern Shores. I feel like Candace is delusional for saying that. One of her little minions and pupped her pumped her head up with a lot That's of Candace behind, Candace behind them Twitter pages and you know exactly which one I'm talking about. <laughs> when I heard that bitch quote a tweet that I saw verbatim, I said I knew it was that bitch. <laughs> I knew it was her. Like, And you done told on yourself on national TV, bitch, you got fake Girl. pages. It's either that or you went on there and was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna say this on you. But you literally, the, when she said like, oh, I never started. I'm always, like, a page literally said that verbatim. Notice how Candace never starts anything. She's always responding to people saying something and defending herself. Mm -hmm. When she said that shit verbatim, my mouth was in the floor in the car. Okay, because you don't have to watch on my lunch break. And I mm -hmm. need to watch it in peace. And I said, this bitch is behind that page. She has got minions. And if they're all not, just as delusional as her. Right. If she's not actively behind all of them, like tweeting all the tweets, she got minions that she has recruited to be her big mouth bitches when she is busy. And for her to sit there and say, I was joning. You, you should be grateful. You were ungrateful. I'm like, what fucking planet are we on? Like, is this, is, are they really filming this right now? Like, she really is saying with a straight face, Mia should be grateful that you said your mama. And I, like you said, I get it. That is a common comeback. But didn't it get to a point where she knew and she still said it? Like, I feel like in the kitchen, she knew, right? Like, I thought she knew her mom had. They said the sob story. And it was like, you don't know her mom's story, her mom, this, that, and third. And Mia started telling her. And then after that, she, she said, I don't care. Something, something, something. Your mama, now go cry about it in the corner, bitch. Boom. Or something like that. Boom. So I really was confused why Bravo didn't run that back. Do y'all need to hire me? Probably so. Me too. Because I don't miss shit. And because... I can make sure we got all the information we need. Bitch, why would I be grateful for that? It's not a joke at that point. And I would never be grateful for a joke, period. Like, oh, thank you. Like, I don't I don't understand her word choice there. 
but it damn sure wasn't Jonan when you knew and you still said, bitch, I don't care, go cry in the corner, your mama, your mama, and you kept going, like at that point, bitch, you, you trying to fight. And that's the thing, I'm so mad that no one's like, beat her ass. Like she, she's one oh, of those- Oh, now they are. Uh, now they are, but we gonna get there. She's one of those bitches who just bark, 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 bark. And Candace has shown she has no hands. You can, Mia can stomp on this bitch right now without With barely size lifting her leg. You said what? With that size 14 foot oh, that Candace okay. keep bringing up. Just hike your leg up four feet and you can go right down on her head. It's not gonna take much effort. Cause she's a little barking chihuahua. Like I just, oh, I've never been so annoyed by somebody besides Giselle. Like I- And Ashley Darby. Yes. Cause like, Ashley you, lived to try to have a moment at somebody else's expense. Like I'm just girl, like, girl, you just please, please. If you gonna have the mouth, you need to know how to fight. Period. Talking about some because I'm a better orator. Well, bitch, you better learn how to orator. be a, phys a, a, a physical orator. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you better go get a damn trainer. Like you running your Man. motherfucking mouth and then think that it's supposed to stay on a playing ground with words. Mm -hmm. And I so we gonna get there. When Andy addressed her being the common denominator mm -hmm. and asked her how her mouth is working out for her. Mm-hmm. Because you were almost physically attacked. So was she attacked last season or was she almost attacked? Because That's what threw me off. Words mean things. So are you trying to tell me that Monique did not attack her, but y'all did all of that last season? Like, bitch, let me just tell you, I'm going to always stand on my Monique soapbox. Monique mm -hmm. may not be perfect, but I don't appreciate the way that they painted that woman out to be. And I know if y'all have been consistently listening to our podcast and looking forward to it, y'all probably tired of me defending Monique or always bringing Monique up, but I cannot let it go because she is also a darker skinned woman mm -hmm. same fucking complexion as candace mm -hmm. maybe a shade lighter mm -hmm. candace might be 430 fenty monique ass is 14. they right in the same goddamn spectrum right right they all the way out. that they painted monique as this fucking villain and act like candace did not deserve that just to turn around when candace is into it with a light-skinned woman and act as if her mouth has not been the issue since the shit with Monique. I don't like that. Yes, you are correct. She is the common denominator, but how convenient of you to bring that shit up after y'all have one, had Monique removed from the show. Mm -hmm. Then after you publicly embarrassed Monique, you talked about the shit off the grid. And we let Andy ass slide last week because I forgot to talk about that screenshot, but we gonna slide that in this week about mm -hmm. that shit because it did happen after you. So I definitely want to address it. Let me go and go to this bitch page so I can bring that shit up. Time for you. Okay. But yeah, I'm just like, Candace has always been the problem. So the nerve of you to say now, oh, you're the common denominator. You were almost physically assaulted. Almost and actually are two different things. And mm -hmm. I'm going to need you to be very clear on what happened. And Giselle, for you to bring fucking security, your goddamn cousin looking like goddamn Miss Cleo from Set It Off, you bringing him because you afraid for your life. And I can understand because Chris is a big nigga, but I feel like at the end of the day, y'all should know that man's character enough, even though he said what he said. Y'all know Chris would never put his fucking hands on y'all. Y'all know he wouldn't have. So you was being overly dramatic. He is very much the type of person who let his wife fight his battles. 
Mm-hmm. Him and Chris Bassett said that to one another. Like, we don't get mixed up in that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all did all of that to Monique just to acknowledge that Candace has always been the problem. And all of this, oh, I only respond to people disrespecting me. So what are your jabs, bitch? It's not, it's not compliments. It's disrespect. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what are we talking about here? She's been yeah. the common denominator. Yeah. I was like sickened by the hypocrisy. Cause I'm like, is this the same host from last reunion? Anybody the same person that tried to call Monique broke only because you was mad. Like, come on, man. Like I was just like, and you know, I feel like you predicted this early in the season that they were gonna all turn on Candace and make her the villain. And it's happening. And cause she is, truthfully. Um and I think, I just think it's just so much bullshit. Like y'all are wanting to now call Candace out on her mouth when she's had a mouth since she got here. Like, and it's been inappropriate and over the line since she's got here. And before Monique even showed any violence, she pulled out a butter knife on Ashley. So it's like, and this as girl someone- clearly doesn't have a line. And as someone who is not a mother, has not been trying to our knowledge of being pregnant. You started off by constantly critiquing Ashley about her drinking, getting pregnant. Yep. Who says she needed to be so, you know how many babies are born from drunk nights? Why did you feel like that was your exactly. place to keep jabbing her? Like, baby, all the episodes are on Bravo. How easily y'all forget that y'all beloved Candace has been a fucking problem. Been, been a problem. That's not mm-hmm. to excuse or lessen anybody else's behavior, but the way that y'all hold this bitch up and act like every time she does something is in response to some shit is not. All of them are messy. If they weren't, they wouldn't be on the show. Mm-hmm. We Speaking of all this bullshit, when we gonna get into Giselle making her comment? Girl. Friend. That's that's really friend. what happened oh, oh, when I saw the preview. You, you saying that you saying what you said to Mia if Mia were to clock you I would have so you're saying that I deserve that yeah bitch that's what she's saying you don't know why I didn't receive that well even though it was the truth Mm-hmm. because y'all made Monique the fucking villain for actually yoking her ass up yep Y'all made her the villain. Yes, Candace, you did deserve to be slapped. And then for her to say, oh, I didn't, I threw a piece of love. Bitch, it does not matter. You, that is assault. Do you not understand how laws work? You have to, because you wouldn't try to file a case against Monique. So when you was down to that courthouse, they didn't tell you that anytime you put your hands on somebody or throw something, whether it makes contact with them or not, if you are the aggressor, anything that you do that involves someone else being touched is assault. Mm Mm-hmm. You think that you you're like I said during the episode when it happened that we recorded. You mad that Mia thought to try to dump the whole fucking lettuce, the salad bowl on your head, and you only threw one piece of lettuce. You are a grown ass thirty plus year old woman. Why are you throwing lettuce anyways? Because I'm sorry, aren't you an orator? Throwing seems physical, not verbal. I'm just, I mean, back me up if I'm wrong. Let me know. You're not wrong because you threw. Lettuce, you picked up a butter knife, so you're no longer orating. 
and then tried to act like it didn't happen when Ashley brought it up. Now that moment, I did appreciate Ashley getting her ass like, because I think what, maybe Andy brought it up that like, bro, like you literally picked up a knife at Ashley because you bought your your forehead into my it's like you keep trying to go back to these insults and these jabs and it's not erasing your behavior candace yep. you need to take your ass to therapy and not your mama because clearly mama dot need to go somewhere too mm. whatever state she licenses in might need to look at her motherfucking character and revoke her shit because she don't need to be giving nobody advice no i agree i think that Candace need therapy. I think she need to go to therapy with her mama again and stay this time. And I, I, I'm just looking forward to her ass getting beat next season. Bring on a bitch Girl, like that. Bring a bitch like that. Bitch I like mean, I feel like class. Candace at this point feel like Tariq St. Patrick, the last season of Power to me. And I just don't see no hope for her because I don't think Candace going to ever get a Power Book story Girl. to make us be on her side. I just, I just don't understand. I really just want to see her get dragged. Sue me. I really do. I want to see that head get banged one good fresh time again. Maybe that'll knock her into some sense. I really like you. She is she is fucking impossible. Like Mia's not gonna do it because Mia got too much to lose. They're yeah, gonna like I don't understand. Her. Hopefully they bring some. Maybe they'll bring somebody exactly. new on the show next season. That's what I want. Because none of these bitches gonna do it. They not like just somebody say, oh, that don't care. Hey, yeah, no, no, no. Bring on a bitch who is young. Okay. Work out like Monique, get a good arm on her, and yep. from the streets, you know, because you know, I think Monique's from Detroit or some shit like that. Bring somebody like remember. that who got a background is not fucking Jack and Jill. Okay, this bitch know how to rumble. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. That Very much I attended Boys and Girls Club. We need it, <laughs> but I got money now. That's what I want to see. Yep, I'll be happy. Yeah. But um, I'm gonna let you get this last one touching on Mia's mom's sobriety and Wendy agreeing with it. Yeah, so we had kind of touched on it earlier, but mm. I just didn't like how Wendy, like you literally sat there when Mia said it. And like now you, it's very obvious that you feel away towards Mia. So now you're like, yeah, I didn't like that either. I didn't like that. It was very much given Ashley Darby trying to have a moment off somebody else's moment. I'm just yeah. like, Wendy, you look great. Please. Yeah. Please yeah before you take it too far to the point where you irritate me please. just stop please. i need that so I, I saw a tweet that said wendy was doing a lot last night i'm like she was she had some funny moments but something in her was irritating me yeah like i just mm, yeah speaking of irritating we'll probably get our little share of ashley real soon because she didn't say much in this part one she tried it's to interject. Same like size forehead. Yeah, she said a little shit, trying to work her way into a conversation. But I'm actually yeah. looking forward to them breaking down her and Michael's lack of romance. I want to see her responses because you know I got to get a kick out of their relationship and seeing that shit crumble. And she's another person who was very brutally honest and open mm-hmm. about her shit. So that's why that'll be interesting to, to see because yep. she's actually going to share. So yes. All right. Well, that's it, you guys. We're going to head right into what's tea. And this episode was dry as hell. So all we really had was this question, which is at what point are your parents too involved in your romantic relationship or marriage? Obviously this is directed at Mama Dot, Candace and the Chris dynamic because she obviously has stuck her feet too far into their shit to the point where it's almost like unfixable at this point. 
Um, I think it goes too far, and I'm gonna just use mama dot examples because they're prime mm -hmm. examples. When you're sharing your daughter or son and their spouse's personal financial information, you are telling strangers or even friends, family members about the issues that they're going through without their consent. You know, you're meddling, you constantly, constantly are putting your nose into their problems when they're clearly working it out themselves. They're clearly working through it. They're figuring it out. They don't really need your input and you just constantly keep inserting yourself. I feel like, if, I feel like it goes too far when there's a chance one of our feelings could be like detrimentally hurt, which I feel like is what's happened here. Like it's just, it's so fucking broken that they probably really gonna need family therapy. I know we joke about it all the time, but they, I don't even think we'd be joking, but they really are like the three of them I at don't. this point. The three of them at this point are really, really gonna need it. I feel like, um, yeah, I just feel like it goes too far when you no longer really have your child's best interests at heart. Like bitch, why are, why are you really sharing this? Why are you really asking me these questions? Why are you really telling my business? Like it can't be for our best interests, you know, it can't be because you're on our side. And so I feel like Mama Dot is a prime example of what that looks like when it's just you two involved and it's, it's getting messy. Girl, girl, I just, you know, personally as someone who keeps their parents out of their shit, mm -hmm. I just, in a sense don't really relate i guess yeah um i feel like you know i don't like i just don't believe in having my parents and my shit like it's not their business mm -hmm. and that's just period point blank like is not their business mm -hmm. so i'm not going to involve them and i feel like you know because dot did do so much for them financially yeah she felt like it gave her the Entire. right yeah. to be in her grown as daughters shit. and right. that's just not the case like girl they don't owe you a damn thing nothing about their relationship regardless of whether or not you chose to financially contribute like that was on you nobody told you to do that Nobody told you to do that at all. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, you know, for her to, um, I feel like for her to meddle in the way in which she has, like you said, like, it's not a joke. Like, they absolutely do need counseling. I feel like that's the only thing that's going to help them mm -hmm. or, you know, try to help them get through it is them actually going to therapy. But girl i don't even think therapy gonna work. i just don't God. like like candace yeah. said like she don't know how to fix it with her family and i'm like girl i feel you because your mama very much crossed the line and i think that as a man and oh i just hate even saying shit like this because why do y'all have me defending niggas girl i was like just i just feel like you know for her mom to take it that far like you hurt her husband's feelings and like you have no regard no care no nothing mm -hmm. and like i'm just you know it's like i guess i'm just sensitive to stuff like that because like we didn't meet chris as a bum he was a successful chef and we were introduced to candace by the fact that she couldn't let go of the titty off her mama life mm -hmm. like i just don't i don't i don't like that and I, again, 
I keep my parents out my shit because mm-hmm. my relationship ain't your business. Like yeah. it really is just that simple. It's, it's just simply not your business. And I think that that comes from children needing to one, if you're going to date, take therapy because there's no reason why your mama should be in your relationship. I don't give a damn how old you are. And I feel like if it's at a point where your parents are still in your relationship, then maybe you don't even need to be in one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think there should still be a level of privacy between you and your partner. Um, yep. But I do think at this point in their marriage, it's just, it's so far gone. But I don't even know if family therapy going to work for that. Cause that is psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever the fuck. And that bitch, she, last time they went to she therapy. She don't talk her way out of it. Right. They just, well, last time they were in therapy, she just looked at Candace like she was stupid while she was crying. Like, it was just like, mm-hmm. I don't even know if she is mentally capable or willing to open herself yeah. up to therapy and really heal because she enjoys having control over Candace and she enjoys embarrassing the fuck out of Candace and making Candace feel small, which is why Candace got that big ass mouth because she want to feel big so bad because her mom yep. spent decades tearing her the fuck down. So, you know, life imitates life. Girl. That's yeah. all we got for today. <laughs> Girl, that was probably the shortest what's t7 that's how I was like, just you, you just know when the episodes have just not been it because we just be so like yeah so that's yeah. it yeah moving on um i could have had a t-shirt on tonight for this shit here like this episode Girl. i need where is the i need the drama for the reunion potomac i feel like we probably gonna get it next week they probably we warmed do. us up with that stiff ass um yeah that stiff ass um thing speaking of stiff we're gonna head right into what was said sweetie and I have my tweet ready and it's actually about Candace's stiff bob. Um, and it okay. says it's by at KBS, KB Solux. Okay. And it says, I just saw the clip of the reunion and Candace's bob she is giving. I'm screaming. Her bob was very much giving um, Claudia from season seven of Real Housewives of Atlanta. It was giving whoop, bopped up, crimped up, curled in. It's actually a medium shoulder wig, but she bumped it up into a bob. That's what it's giving. That was my favorite tweet of the night because I was literally looking for that video for like 15 minutes. So my tweet of the week was actually one that said they needed to bring Katie Ross back immediately. And it was when she was on that reunion calling Giselle and Wendy dumb and dumber. Yeah. You need them to get security for what, Robin? What was you gonna do? Because remember, you said that being physical was wrong. Okay. Um, episode prediction. Um, for the next part of the reunion, part two. So in that little clip, um, what really caught my eye was the Candace and Mia exchange, and. It was something else, but I'm gonna be honest. I I, I know what caught my eye. It was it, the Candace and Mia thing for sure, but it was something else, and I I forgot it. Fuck, I should have added it to the list. You want to talk about bodies? You want to talk about insecurities and women getting surgery for insecurities? But you got a tummy tuck. Did that keep Jamal? Thank I you, said, Oh, Wendy, give it to her ass, girl. I I don't know. Wendy did her homework. Okay, she came ready 
with every read in the book because I was not playing with them bitches. Wendy, Wendy was back here doing her own podcast. No, okay, okay. Sis was doing her own notes, not playing a single game with them bitches at all, at all. Okay. Um, I don't really have much of a of a prediction because that preview was good, but it didn't give me nothing where I feel like I had some solid predictions to give. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly Wendy is going to read Giselle to filth. I am hoping for some type of fake kumbaya between me and Candace. Like, can they just have like a, a fake come to Jesus again and like agree to just be cordial? Because you know they yeah. love doing that at the reunions. Like, can we just come to a happy medium and Andy try to get everybody on the same damn page? So I feel like that could potentially happen with Candace and Mia since they've had a moment before. So they're capable of it, but I think they're just high energy, high emotion. I don't know, maybe it could happen. Um, Alex, uh, not Alex, Jesus Christ. Ashley and Candace could possibly have a moment as well again. Um, but yeah, like I said, I don't know. That preview didn't give me very much, so I gotta rewatch it. It didn't give me yeah. too much. I feel um, the same. Like, I'm just like, I think that Wendy and Giselle are really going to get into the butt of their shit. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Ashley Darby's situation will be brought to the to the light. It's like, yeah, like you said, like this this episode was just so it was it was it was dry for a reunion. We yeah. got something, but it wasn't what I was expecting for mm-hmm. the reunion. I still feel like they filmed it way too early, mm-hmm. but you know whatever but yeah i i don't know i definitely can see wendy and giselle truly getting into it and then robin trying to butt in and wendy having to give um robin a little piece of some shit because mm-hmm. you can't stay out of me arguing with giselle yeah um i don't think that the post board card is gonna come out just that early i think that might be like episode three mm-hmm. maybe even four when nikki is out there um yeah, I. That's mm-hmm. all I got. <laughs> that's all I got. Up. Yeah, right. I need second gear. But sorry, you. y'all. That's all they gave us, and so that's all we're giving you. Um, <laughs> thank you for joining us this week for another episode of Rewind and Recap. Um, please follow us on Twitter at Rewind and Recap. R e w i n e a n d r e c a p. Not that rhyme. And follow us as we live tweet every Sunday um, for Potomac and Insecure as well. So stick around. We got an Insecure episode coming out, and we're also on Instagram at Rewind and Recap. Yep, same okay. as the Twitter. Boom. So follow us there. We will be doing IG lives soon, as we mentioned in our last episode. So just bear with us. We're getting it together. We still new. So give us some time to roll out the the new new goods. But um, yeah. Thank y'all That's for watching, well, watching <laughs> listening. <laughs> and we look forward to getting touch with y'all next week. Yes, guys. Have a oh, we didn't do a take a shot every time, girl. We slacking, oh, girl. We okay. Yeah, it's been a long week, y'all. Listen, a very long week. Ooh. So I'll go ahead and knock that out. Yes. We want you guys <laughs> to take a shot next episode because y'all know we do shot a clock mm-hmm. during the reunion or during um Potomac or the shows that we watch. Period. Yeah. Anyways, 
But we want you guys to take a shot every time Wendy drags Giselle or Candace and Mia go at it, which means y'all probably should be drinking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Quite quite a few. So, yeah. So that is it for real, you guys. We'll see you all on the very next episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to follow. Use the hashtags. Maybe even start using the hashtag rewind and recap if you guys want to have input or want us to specifically bring up certain topics. We should probably start doing that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we appreciate y'all for tapping in with us as always. And we will see you guys on our next episode. Bye. Bye.